0: You are listening to The 11th Hour, a podcast about Rancid. I am Sam Mellencon of Debacle Records. And I am Brad Rose from Foxy
1: Digitalis.
0: Each week, one of us picks a song from Rancid or a Rancid adjacent song and talks about all our complicated feelings about said song. This week was my pick. I picked The Brothels, a somewhat well-known song from a important compilation called Given the Boot first of i think like seven though i think they they nosedive pretty quickly <laughs> in quality um uh of hellcat records compilations uh so I called give Him the boot and uh yeah let's uh, check out the brothels <laughs> came out in surprisingly july well not so surprising because everything with rancid seems to come out in always in the summer. summer they seem to be well aware of their position in the world that they need they need the upbeat summer vibes yeah well and um, you know by
1: this point like warp tours going on so it's like oh we gotta have a type of they're
0: totally 100 percent. like this is the cycle they're in they are they are a june through august band you know what i mean yeah. they they're 100 percent. so um July 7th, 1997, I had it in my mind that it was a year later, closer to Life Won't Wait, but this is actually kind of a nice little in-between, betwixt uh, <laughs> the big years of Out uh, Oak An and the Wolves and Life Won't Wait. This was sort of pre, there was sort of a set of seven inches that came out from Hellcat very early on that were very weird and gnarly, but were very low uh, pressing that are kind of swept under the rug. Hmm. And then there was, okay, we're doing Hellcat for real. I'm not even sure if those first, like, group of five or six, seven inches were, um... uh Officially through Epidaf. you know? Like, that's the level of, like... It's sort of like there was a proto-period for Hellcat. Uh, but this was sort of the beginning of, of that. And there's a lot of stories about how this was put together. I know that, um uh Vic and Vic's uh girlfriend at the time the wicks who i was listening to a really great podcast about haven't even finished it It was a very long podcast about how that this comp came together um but it was very interesting like tim was was really keen on the idea of like let's make a very cheap affordable kind of the the same model i'm not sure if punkorama i believe punkorama had come out and some of the other big you know sort of Let's put out a very affordable mm-hmm. CD comp as like a loss leader, you know, just basically at right. cost like the six five ninety nine six ninety nine cost has had kind of blown the world open for epitaph. So like this was sort of like oh let's do that for Hellcat, and so um, they wanted to do it. They did it in the Hellcat mode, and that it was like all in you know these digipacks, which were kind of new at the time these sort of, like, eco craft digipacks. They had a big poster in the, you know, like, kind of, like, thin paper newsprint poster. You know, it was kind of a little bit more... I don't know. It wasn't DIY in any way, obviously. It was pretty, you know, Epitaph had a lot of money at the time, and they just basically were, like, I'm pretty sure passing these out at Warped Tour. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure these were... Basically, like, if they made some money back, that was nice. But, like, this was completely, like, let's just hype the hell out of these bands and um uh the first one had this cover uh this one had this cover of just a, a skyline at night i was assuming um have, well it's interesting it's such an interesting split of san francisco bands but and and california bands but it was probably a it was probably a, a new york skyline or some new york buildings because like the all, half the bands were these new york bands mm-hmm. um and very New York focused because of Vic and, and the Wicks. I'm sure we're all these, these New Yorkers, so kind of New York weirdos. Um, the vibe was just kind of show the combination that Hellcat was going for, which is this interesting combination of like, street, you know, it's the Rancid vibes. It's street punk plus um, Ska, rock steady, and a little bit of uh, reggae and sort of have, how's that all gonna fit together? for me this comp is really really important it, it it's such a cool example of uh the way you thread a playlist together a track list together uh can make things that you don't even know if you would like it outside of the context of the thing can make it be just iconic you know what i mean it's it, it we've talked a little about yeah. how compilations and label comps and um, even movie soundtracks can really make something you like something that maybe you wouldn't outside the context of the thing. Mm-hmm. This is the apex of that for the, I me. Mean, there's a lot of things on this that outside of the, the context of this specific comp, I no interest in. you know what I mean? <laughs> but within this, it's like, I wouldn't change a thing. You know what I mean? It's so important. It's so well done. It it's, it's it has this amazing sort of speed up, slow down. The fact that you have F minus and the Dave Hilliard seven, like sitting on the same comp, making a lot of sense to me you know what i mean like it kind of it takes the aperture of like what um rancid was at the time especially going into life won't wait it's sort of like a, a a thesis of like yeah what we're about to do with life won't wait let's show you the world that we're like living within and sort of zoom out of just us and talk about like look at all these people we mm-hmm. like you know and look at all these bands we like and a lot of these bands went on Actually, not that many on this comp, to be honest, but a good amount of these bands were about to be on um, Hellcat, or all these songs are going to be on Hellcat records that were going to be coming out in the next chunk. So um, good label, you know, did all the things you want from a label comp, like it gave you previews of bands, it um, gave you a vibe, and really, in a lot of ways, kind of, I think, prepped you for Life Won't Wait. all that said people came here for rancid probably and so they put rancid right at the front right with the brothels which is what we're talking about today and so the brothels kicks everything off it kicks it off with a um with a siren uh which is not the first and only sort of song that has sort of like these police sounds on it i believe there's like at least one more on this that kind of has like these sampled police it's a very common Thing and oh, 90 90, 97, man. Yeah, I feel like every record I had,
1: yeah, 90s punk, (laughs) especially. I mean, it's
0: uh, 90s punk and 90s hip hop, it was just constant samples of different sirens and like people on police radios and (laughs) dispatchers Like, it was the thing, you know. Um, I feel like 90s, if you were really paying attention to the 90s it wasn't too hard to translate to a cabs or right. you know, uh, in later life, you know, like I feel that was already built in. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that was already like, it was like, yeah. Um, but yeah. And it, and it starts with this sort of uh, real banana, like um, riff that at first is one of the most clash and out the walls, riffy kind of, English punk things. Well, what, as I was listening to it this week, like this is this brothel song, like that we can talk about the topic of it, is it's kind of classic rancid of let's just talk about a sleazy person and a sleazy topic and just talk about yeah that person's got sleazy things going on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and kind of with without any like analysis of is it good or bad, right. you know, it's kind of just telling the story street level story of a person. And there's two, there's kind of some twist to it. Like there's some voicing going on that I find really interesting. Like, like I've, I don't know how often we've heard them like sing in somebody else's voice. Like they're almost like talking in like, again, musical theater. It's kind of a funny moment for that. <laughs> um, but like, there's some interesting things with that. But what I find really interesting that I maybe hadn't consciously picked up past that first, like that sounded very clash you (laughs) know that that chunk chunk you know the rest of that song is the most glammy yeah uh, sex pistols you know because original sex pistols album is very glam rock and kind of like like almost pub rock meets glam rock and like new york dolls might be like a maybe i'm wrong with that one but i feel like that's right like there's kind of this generation x like yeah that glamier, more british and new york style of yeah of this song early punk yeah this song felt very new york to me
1: like in, yeah. in a way that i didn't i mean i don't i don't this was never a big song for me at all because like yeah i 97 you just, i, I, I mean, checked out you weren't in those um, yeah, yeah, exactly. but cause, like i knew it and stuff but going back and listening to it this last week or however long it's been since we <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even know um, what time is but um that's the thing that really struck me was how i was just like man yeah i don't know yeah like generation x was one of, and like that it it just feels very informed by that scene and it's got
0: this sleaze factor yeah and like kind the, of like sexy like the sleaze that's not a thing you get from them no often, i think right? i think
1: that's a good point the sleaze factor like weird sexiness thing like because sonically i don't really hear new york dolls but that vibe that you just described is exactly the new york dolls to me and so uh, yeah okay. and so i can see i and, and i may be wrong that's just my perception but like
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i'm not gonna act act like i'm an expert right, on new um, york dolls so
1: but that i could that makes sense to me and it's and it's funny because i don't feel like those are sort of references or influence that people pull out a lot when talking about rancid but I, I, it's you know it's always clash and oi and you know those which I, and, yeah, I, and, I, yeah, and i and i yeah and i understand i took like those are way bigger influence but i thought this was and, and it was interesting too thinking about some of the conversations we've had about later rancid and the glam stuff and the like bobber, like the bobber. yeah oh, yeah exactly it's like this one
0: was like is it's, this early bobber? It's the I, like, seeds really of it. yeah like and and that earlier thing that that sort of like riffy thing Outside the, the 90s, like we just heard it, Elk and Outcome the Wolves, and it's so clashy, which is by far the most clash like mm-hmm. rancid there was. Um, I would say there's a really like kiss, glam rock kind of riffin', you know, I don't know, like, like, I don't know exactly what the right reference is, but like, this is a little bit of like Lars letting that. F- freak flag fry yeah this
1: feels very and a lot more than i remember a lot more influenced by lars than i thought about like
0: yeah um i agree i i really think this is like that riffing like kind of fun garage rock mm -hmm. you know just like pure like kind of glammy garage rock that like we've come to understand is like his thing like that kiss you know thing and and um yeah, I don't know. It's 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 funny to have a song that's so imprinted on me that in the past, I think I've really been like, oh, it's one of their most Clash-like songs. And then it's like, it's really not. It's like really kind of s- like sludgy and not sludgy, but like mushy kind of in mm-hmm. the way that some of that stuff is. Like it's got a little kind of sheen over it. Like it's kind of not as crisp and it, and it kind of, um, I don't know. And then again, he sings in these like, he sings as the prostitute, you know, which I think is like, wow, that's kind of like not what I would expect Lars to do, you know, it like get, he gets in the voice of somebody else. And it's a prostitute, you know, right. what I mean? like it's a female and talking about it like that's really like stepping out. That's really like musical theater sort of thing. Like he he, you know, like that doesn't feel super rancid at this point, you know what I mean? Like that's not something I would expect people to do these guys to do so like while it is this like just this like here's a portrait of a sleazy guy willie's likes the brothels and he's got speed and
1: he'll get he's a yeah
0: anything you need you know and it's (laughs) and it's like it's a fun song but like it is just and you wonder where it came from too like is this early life won't wait sessions is this i don't know because it fe- it's, it's some b-side like what is this? that's what i was wondering because i don't think
1: i don't know it doesn't feel very life won't wait to me <laughs> like i don't know what it yeah, feels I like I don't, like it doesn't feel like anything they were doing around that time <laughs>
0: Like maybe they just were like, "Hey, we have that one track. Do you guys want to go record it? Because I need a track for my yeah. Hellcat thing." You know what I mean? Like I, I could see that. You know, they were probably. I really wish I knew. I'd
1: really love to see the songwriting credits on there. Here,
0: I know. I want to know if it was. Is this a Lars song? Really a Lars song? It feels like yeah. it, like
1: it. It feels like a Lars song to me. I think for some reason, and this is this is just the way my brain works. Like I always thought of it is it tim song because it was on a hellcat comp mm-hmm. and i don't i that's funny that doesn't make any like when you when i sit and think about no, it, it's no, like no, no, the, that doesn't make yeah, any yeah. fucking sense but but then when you listen to it this just feels and it's, and again i think had i heard it in 97 and thought about it I, I don't know but like knowing what we know now about lars oh,
0: i think yeah the the context that we've been talking about and so that might have nothing to do with the reality but sure. like within the story of this podcast yes it's really interesting right <laughs> you know I mean? yeah yes at least the narrative we're building around these guys <laughs>
1: yeah and, uh, yeah
0: which is subjective and true like that is the and actual the, subjective story yeah, we're the making the 11th hour
1: know? podcast canon it is
0: <laughs> i mean it's a thing that's how all this stuff exactly. works you know what God. i mean that's, a, I mean, that's it, That's how all history if you want, is. If, written, if you want to get your own canon, start your own
1: podcast. Although I guess we did give the podcast away last week to Drew,
0: didn't we? It's true, yeah. We gotta uh, hand over the keys at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but anyway, yeah, no, it's that was my like my biggest takeaway was the New York thing. And um I don't know, and and I don't know what the I I don't I don't know. I'm kinda ambivalent about the song mostly, to be honest. Um I think that I think the lack of a um, uh, point of view. Yeah, is that's that the word? Yeah. You're I think yeah, the lack yeah, of yeah, a yeah. point of view is. I think if there, let me just put it this way. I think if there was a point of view, it could be a more interesting song. I do agree that the Lars singing in the prostitute's voice thing is really interesting, and I don't know if it's good interesting necessarily but it is it's like wow this is different this is trying and i think yeah and maybe we're just in this musical theater mode but that is so like it's one of <laughs> you know i always think of musical theater as tim's thing and it is tim's thing primarily but lars is along for the ride and then this oh
0: totally i mean anybody i uh, by the way anybody who loves wrestling basically it's just right. away musical from theater. <laughs> musical right. theater <laughs> right it's just
1: it's musical theater and skimpy outfits um yeah exactly but but then a song like this is like oh maybe i think lars is even maybe more into it than i get think, yeah, like, you know? i think like, he
0: likes the performance of it you know what i mean like he likes yeah that performance the performative stretching is some of the stuff he likes about it i would guess you know what i mean yeah Way to right the Broadway And the absolute truth is like this is a way to talk about this album like not that i really i feel like it would be fun to do something with this album this this comp Mm. uh maybe in patreon land or Mm -hmm. something because it's like it's very like outside of the scope it's like stepping one level outside of the scope but like if you want to talk about my rancid journey or like what's great about hellcat this is what's great about hellcat you know what i mean like this comp you know like you could like have the hellcat like end with this comp and it still would have been a really great thing. You know what I mean? Because there's something about this comp that has this magic. And I don't think I'm the only one that feels that way. Like I would love to hear other people who are around at the time or has come back to it since then. Like this comp specifically has some real magic. I wouldn't expect that magic to be like as apparent to somebody who comes at it from a later date, you know what I mean? As much, but like, it's a while, like just looking at, I mean, the,
1: it's got the fucking Scatolites on it.
0: Yeah, the Scatolites come in and do Latin because yeah. uh, they let them have that track, which is one of the most famous Satellite <laughs> tracks. And like the, the sequencing is immaculate. Like even tracks you don't like, you start to love because of the uh-huh. sequencing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know, just, I would also say part of the reason this track is so incredible is because it goes boom. And then the fucking, the, the crow from the watch this comes on and one of the best slacker Mm -hmm. songs ever starts and you're like, Whoa, you know, like what? And there's something about like, in a weird way, the brothel is kind of this overture for this, for this, you know, that's not the true use of overture, but it's a, it's some, it's some opening. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like oh, the comp really starts with the Slackers. And the Slackers were nobody at the beginning of this. They had one album out. It it didn't really sound like the Slackers yet. Yeah. And, like, this would build into their first big album, which was on Hellcat. And, like, this was going to be the song on it. And it's, like, but it hadn't happened yet. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and, like, but, like, this is, like, ah, the New York thing is really interesting because, like, it does not feel like a California punk album at all. It doesn't sound like a California label. Like, This is really when I mean, what were, I think of. Coyote Studios is like this is Coyote Studios, all like that yeah. New York la- uh, studio, like in a box, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, and well, yeah, no, this doesn't feel like a California comp at all, even though there is a lot of California bands on here, obviously, but yeah,
0: for sure. But it doesn't feel like
1: it doesn't feel like a lookout comp or a fat records comp,
0: yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like Punkarama, even, you know, yeah. it doesn't feel like it just feels like this kind of world again it kind of has that life won't wait ism of like it's got a broader view of the world you know and like going like oh my god having watched this come on right after that you're just like whoa where's this gonna go and it really goes a lot of fucking places like you get a couple ska songs and then these like always songs start coming on and then like these like real like Deep like rock study songs come on, and then like stuff that you can't even like classify come on. Then all of a sudden you've got one of the best covers of oh Roots Radicals. Nice. I mean, just an incredible version of like Roots Radicals well, comes on,
1: and this is like super early Dropkick Murphys too, isn't it? I mean, like
0: oh yeah, it's super early. Yeah, this is like like oh my god, Barroom Heroes. Like for all right. the people who hadn't ever heard Bar, you know, early Dropkick Murphys, and you're like, whoa, this is like. You know, if you wanted that sing along drop convergence, right. was the first time <laughs> they had started unlocking that. They were just kind of a hardcore band at first, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like you get that like, whoa, yeah, you out of nowhere. You get this like Irish sing-along about you know, barroom heroes, and you're like, What the fuck is this label? You know, you're just like and and again, that might not be your fit. like, you might not go on to be like, I'm gonna go listen to a bunch of the gadgets or US bombs or you know, and Swinging Others or Dave Hilliard or any of these things, but inside the the like bounds of this thing, you're like, yeah, I want this. I want you know, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's one of the best, you know. And and just like you know, there's just enough like here's some real like hardcore, dirty discharge sort of stuff like choking victim and F minus at the end kind of comes out of nowhere, right? And then it ends with the Dave Hilliard <laughs> 37, right. which is just basically instrumental slackers. You know what I mean? And it's like. Like, n- nowhere else are you going to get F-minus into Dave Hilliard. And that sounds like it should be the worst thing ever. But it just fucking works. Like, it's... it's uh, I, w- I would love to go really deep on some of these things. But, like... Again, there's so much to dislike, especially, like, with many, many years, you know, 30... Um, almost 30 years of, of distance to this thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to rip apart about the, these bands, the... Right. the sure. approach to the music there's there's so much to not like about this i you know there's a lot of cringe on this but like the sequencing the vibe what's going on in this this, this comp is just fucking immaculate the second one's got some stuff that's interesting but like they never really truly recaptured this you know and like when when hellcat was good which was you know very hit and miss extremely hit and miss but, like, when that Hellcat was good, it was because they, for a moment, at times, Tim was quite good at, like, taking the thing that made Rancid good. You know, that sort mm-hmm. of, like, omnivorous sort of, like, I like this really weird combination of stuff and just sort of, like, curating a larger, broader group of people doing similar stuff, you know. And so, I don't know. As as a, as a thing, it's such a fun such a fun comp and and you know listening to it in, you know we're in the summer right now and like it's it's bright it's nice out and it's like just listening to this it's like it just takes me back to being like why does this work you know mean, right. like it's such a cool like why does this work and it, you know from all i can tell the people that helped him put this together the wicks and like and um this other person just like they put a lot of time and effort and we're telling people no and you know we're you know, like, I I don't know. Like, it's just, it, it seems like a lot of effort was put into making sure this was as good as it could be. And it's not like I ever liked a Voodoo Glow Skull song ever again. But this is a great Voodoo Glow Skull right. song. And it fits perfectly in between that Oi song and the fucking Dropkick Murphy song. You know, and it's like this, like, you know, like, I don't know, it was trying to be very, you know, it had this whole interesting uh Latin and, and Spanish speaking stripe through it and like I don't know. It's just such a cool, thoughtful comp. I don't know. Yeah. I'm very interested in anybody who didn't listen to it or people who did. Like what is your experience with this? Cause I I, I can't even like talk about it. I like I'm I'm realizing how much words fail me on this <laughs> thing. Cause I'm just like, uh, I look at this list and I'm like, it's really hard to make the case. <laughs> that this I feel a- like <laughs> <laughs> that this is some piece of art. Yeah. But it really is. It re- I really find it to be such an impressive... Well... Like, some s- of its... You know, more than the sum of its parts. There's
1: just some magic in... A, I don't know. Like, when compilations come together... I don't know. I just... I'm a big... I, I am still, like, a big compilation person. And, and I realize they've kind of lost a lot of their appeal in the age yeah, of when playlists. Anything, anybody
0: can make a... Comp right in five minutes. but it, yeah,
1: exactly. to me though there's still like i think there's such a there's like a real skill of the, like yeah sequencing it in kind of weird and interesting ways and you know i'll i i do not know it's just you can tell like because you can i feel like you can really and i'm sure i guess you could do this playlist i don't know i'm i whatever but like you can really tell like a story Or something, you know, you can, if you, when it's done right and it's, and it is, it's a hard thing to, um, explain. I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things it's, it's, it's what it's like pornography, you know, and you see it or whatever the thing is, it's like, it's, you know, it's like what makes a great comp and it's like, well, I can kind of run down some things, but really it's just, you know, when you hear it and that's. And, and now now whether i think this one qualifies or not i don't i just i don't know it is what like it looks yeah. interesting and it's hard for me because i'm sure that i would have had a different reaction to this it, if it had come out in like 96 let's say yeah um and it was right in the thick of every you know like when i was into this stuff it'd be a whole thing but um yeah i don't know it i love the idea of a bunch of Sort of, not random, but just uh, the more all over it place it is to a degree. Like if they put like some fucking, actually you know what, put some fucking avant garde sound art on here. I don't know, but like yeah, I mean, uh, go for (laughs) it. I just think that's, I think that's, I I love when comps do that kind of thing because I think it's there's a, and I don't think you can do this as much with playlists. I think if you bring a bunch of stuff together from that it's, you know, it's different there, but you find the thread, right? And yeah. you can, that's how you, so you, you can expose people to stuff that they probably wouldn't hear otherwise. And it become, it can become a sort of gateway into a wider scene or, you know, broadening their listening habits or introducing totally, them. Yeah. And I mean, cause that's what happened for me with a lot of things back. Cause that, again, back in the nineties, that was how you, you know, how you did that. Um, And I don't think that, you know, playlists just don't have the same. It's just not the same because the other thing with comps too, that it it will get people who are a fan of a certain band or bands to come be. Oftentimes it was exclusive tracks and um, or at the time, you know I mean? like, Like it sounds like some of this stuff was on albums that came later, but that, would instantly bring people like oh well i mean this is a perfect example i fucking love rancid there's a rancid song on here that is not anywhere else so of course i'm gonna get this and then all of a sudden like oh my god like this was i'm sure this comp was the first introduction for a lot of people to like jamaican music with like the scandalized yeah
0: yeah it's true and
1: that's and, and that's the, that's one of the, and we've talked about this kind of thing before with stuff like Desmond Decker and different things. Like that's mm-hmm. the best of Tim Armstrong is that I think yeah. he, you know, there's, we can talk about all the, you know, cosplaying as whatever. And, you know, there can be some issues mm-hmm. there, but like at his heart, he, I genuinely, he loves this music and he wants other people you know, he wants to sh- share it with people and he wants people to listen to it and stuff like this, like, okay, I'm going to put out this comp to charge like five bucks for it. I'm going to put exclusive rancid song onto it. And we'll put the fucking Scott on there. And it's going to be the first time a lot of these people hear this. And a lot of people are gonna be like, Oh, whatever. But there's going to be some group of people that it's going to blow their minds and, you know, change their, like open their listening up to a whole new world. And that's awesome. That's the best possible outcome for like compilations.
0: 100%. And and even in the other direction of like I've never heard anything so like raw and gnarly as like F Minus or choking victim or you know all these bands, you know like and they're like, "Oh shit, I'm going to get into harder stuff." You know what I mean? Or I'm going to, you know, like all that's true and I think that that is super powerful, you know what I mean? Like I think Yeah. I mean I bet that a lot of kids know the solo from the Dave Hilliard seven, like the kind of flawed, but, but, you know, trying really hard solo from the Dave Hilliard seven jazz, you know, Scott jazz thing at the end of the thing, more than they know any other jazz solo, you mm-hmm. know, they've probably listened to that solo more. And it's like, Well, at least they know that, you know, like, that's good. You know what I mean? Like that, that maybe some of them went on to be like, oh shit, it's really fun to hear some people vamping on a thing. And then a guy got fucking solo. It's fun. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe I want to hear more of that. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's pretty tragic, you know, like that's fun, you know, like, like that, that permissive, like my idol tim says it's okay to just be like oh i want to listen to some new orleans ska you know what i mean like go for it let's hear it you know what i mean like like i think that's super powerful and 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 so yeah and i think that did it for me like like i think i got into harder stuff because like there was some slightly harder things on this at the time for me you know what i mean like like it was like i was still pretty pop punky you know what i mean and like f minus and like choking victim and you know other early drop kicks and stuff like you're, you know, you're asking a little bit more of people, you know, you're getting into the harder stuff. And it's like, that's an interesting step right. because eventually you get to wolf, fly, you know, you get to whoever, right. you know, the, 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 there's also just this truth that like a comp asked more of people. So they tried harder. Yeah. You put, you're going to put money into it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're either going to buy it or you're going to press mu- you're, both sides of the equation. I'm asking to pay money for it. Even if it's less money, you know, if they were all sub $10 usually, or, I'm going to pay money to press it. And so like, there's, there's just everybody involved. There's a higher level of thing. And I'm thinking like, there's just like a culture of this in my history of like these changing my life. And this is sort of like the, one of the first ones that changed my life. But like, there was a series of these that changed my Mm -hmm. life. And they're, I don't know if they're cool to talk about, but like there, for sure there was like Rockstar's kill and some other ones like that. You know, I remember hearing, "Oh, Oh, I, you know, like the first time. And like, all these things, oh, but yeah. like...
1: no, I mean, uh, I abridged perversion on Shrimper. I, there is a straight line from Foxy Digitalis to that compilation. Like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, none of this stuff exists without that.
0: There's something so powerful about that, like, in the CD era of like... Yeah. Let me, like, hint at this, like, horizon. Yeah. Of, I like, like look at all these paths, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like... Where you can go every anywhere. Where do you want to go? You know what I mean. And and I think the world today is probably better, but like there's also something really magical about you had to go buy, use your tent last ten dollars and go buy, and you were not going to go buy every one of those those people's records that you heard on the comp. You might go buy over the course of the year four more records from that people on that comp, and you had to be like, well, which one am I going to buy? You know what I mean, right? it's not a better system, but it created some better. There's some nostalgia for that sort of like ooh, choose your own adventure sort of element, which again created both good and bad things. There's something really powerful, and I think back to the different comps. And I, it's been a long time since I ha- held a comp that like did that for me. I'm trying. To, I'm thinking back. There was like some anti-con, like some weirdo rap comps that were really important to me. There was. I, I still kind of, like, love some of those early DFA comps, you know, um, you know, that had some weirder
1: yeah.
0: uh, synth stuff and Black Dice, you know, like the Eye remix of Black Dice. I always think about it as being really powerful and being like, oh, that's on that comp. You know, it was on a 12-inch, but the, most people heard it via the comp. Like, there's these canonical comps that, like, created, but, like, I'm still, like, I'm reaching all the back to, like, 2003, 2005, you know, like. Leaf branches, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go yes 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 100 uh, percent. yes yes there you go that was one of the ones that like completely did it for that me.
1: compilation that uh, since most people have seen this have no idea what it is yes golden branches that, yeah. was a three cd compilation that my old label digitalis put out in 2005 i think it was it's like 60 tracks um and it was of that period that scene whatever like It was you know what i hate new weird america i think that's stupid and it's not what it is yeah yeah, especially because half of the stuff on there wasn't american um but whatever psych free folk free psych folk i don't know anyway it was i mean it it had everything like i still i people still talk to me about that compilation like 20 years later and but and that again that compilation came from that same feel of I and and I know a lot of people aren't like this and you know and I'm still trying to capture this I did a compilation on the Jewel Garden two years ago that has like 40 tracks on it and and it's a you know and it's a pay what you want download on Bandcamp so it's not quite the same thing but it was like you know you get it's it's here's the 45 tracks here's a list of everybody and where their website is or their and so if you hear something you like it's so easy just to click and go hear more stuff and yeah that's and i love stuff like that like i i mean again i'm i'm not the i i understand that i'm like an outlier in a lot of this but i was thinking this is vaguely related like every every week on foxy digitalis i do a column called the capsule garden and it's usually seven to ten short like paragraph reviews of weird music that's you know i've been listening to in the last uh, that period that week or whatever but like one of the things i try to do every week is go like go tag hopping in Bandcamp and just like especially using locations and so like going like okay what the fuck is anything come out from like montenegro let's see and actually that was one last week which i found a really cool thing and then it's mm. and it's just and so like compilate like that spirit is like a great compilation embodies that like it makes you want to do that it makes you I-, I mean i think you talking about how hearing something in the context of give him of uh, give him the boot that in any other context, you'd have been like, "Oh, whatever." But like in the context of that compilation, like where it sits in the compilation, how you know the tracks around it flow, and all of that, and it makes you think, "Oh, maybe I do want to check out this band." Like maybe this is, some- and then like that's 100%, that's that yeah. is the thing. That is what you.
0: It's that it's like serving it up to you in the way that you will be the yes. most ready for it.
1: And it's it's, I, I mean, to me, it's an art form. I, I mean, this is you know you. Oh, sequencing yeah. a record period is an art form, but sequencing a compilation is
0: like, x. It's like master level. Like I mean, it is. It is really making it something that feels like it's summarizing. And I know that there's a lot of bad feels about like, oh, but it's missing all these things. And like, I think you combated that by being like, fuck it, it's three. Right. Pieces. Yeah. Like. like right. <laughs> like. But like, no matter what, it, it, there's sort of like when they try to be of a moment i think when you're very inside the scene that's that it's trying to sum up it can be a lot of bad feels but like i think for a home listener yeah all that can be true but for home listeners there's always going to be better benefits than there is for the downside of the scene Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the scene's always going to have some like mixed feelings about that but like i think for the home listener it's always going to be powerful to just be like here's a really good comp that helps sum up or or dip your toe or do whatever the right thing is you made me think about what's this sort of like flip of the um what's the banhart arthur comp around that same time oh that's probably like the last one that i can think of that that was also very moving yeah
1: i can't think of what it is
0: is that golden apples of the sun oh maybe so i think that's what it's called Yeah, Banhart put together like a quote unquote freak folk, sick organs, newsome, you know, kind of all the like more mainstream stuff from that moment, you know, and that was really good for me. Like that helped me kind of it's funny, like that's a third or more of the stuff I put out these days is kind of informed by that stuff. And it's like, yeah, there was a day like where all that was kind of felt new and I wasn't very informed by that scene. And that was probably really important. Like, I got this, like, here's a big, huge download. You've been hearing about these bands, but here's a quick, you know,
1: God, I'm just like, know, look, yeah, 13th. Look at who's on. I'm like, here's like at
0: this Holy half God. of the half yeah. of that scene, you know, like some of the biggest people. And let me just explain it all to you. You know what I mean? And one thing, and yes, sure. I'm sure inside that scene, there's a lot of mixed feelings because certain people were on it. Certain people weren't. Is it that good of a summary of that scene? So, you oh, know, devendra has got a lot of you know, people have a lot of feelings about him. Yeah. But like in that moment, yep. give me a break. That was super important to to me, to anybody. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to shift gears and get into this stuff. And it's like, well, here you go. You know what I mean? Like, and that just that shit doesn't happen anymore. And people are like, oh, mixes and playlists. And it's like, yeah, but somebody's like fucking thousands of dollars for somebody wasn't on the line when you say playlists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And maybe that's better. But also maybe it's not you know what i mean like maybe it doesn't it doesn't create that same level of pressure of like i don't know there's something about a real cd comp that is just so powerful that you have yeah these market forces meeting these sort of social forces meeting these sort of authority the tone and authority of it you know like i don't know there's so many ups and downs and goods and bads of it but like
1: i feel like it's a net I, good though.
0: But that's, me. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say to an end listener, I think uh-huh. it's totally net good. Yeah, uh-huh. I would totally agree with you. I think there's all sorts of scene politics, but like scene politics are for the scene. You know what I mean? Like, right. like there's always scene politics to, to anything like that. And it's like, that sucks and that's to be navigated, yep. but like, and there's probably better and worse ways to navigate it, but like, yeah, okay, sure. But like, yeah, to the, I bet you more off this goes back to the like, gatekeeping stories. And like, there's always the first band that you heard. Yep. And a lot of times we we have this tone of well, you should abandon the bands that were your crossover bands. It's like, no, enjoy your crossover. Right. bands. Why would you in the same way? Like, why would you abandon rancid just because you got into noise? Like, it's like, you don't have to abandon your like, stuff you liked in the past, just because you got into more yeah. expansive stuff. Maybe you want to that's fine. Sure. Like maybe it just it doesn't hit you in the same way. But like, this the pre- the outer pressure to abandon or dislike or whatever because it was the thing that was like your doorway. I feel like there's sort of a tone of like, okay, that was your doorway, but now you got to be done with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was your crossover. Now I feel like there's a tone in in a lot of scenes, and it's like, I don't want to be a part of that. No, I, <laughs> I don't I want think to be part of that. I want to be able to listen to Give Him the Boot, and I want to listen to go whatever the fuck you know is yeah. the. I, the thing of the week you know what I mean I mean um, yeah it's the I don't know
1: it's it's the it's the radical acceptance thing it's the it's yeah like I, I mean I spent the yesterday so Eden went out of town and like to take to the airport anyway and my kid and I were dri- doing a lot of driving around yesterday and half the time we were driving around like blasting Taylor Swift singing along with the windows down together and yeah. it was amazing I had the best time and you know, and for her, who she's nine years old, going on 10, going on 16, like, yeah, like, I mean, it, and then she came home and wanted to listen to the Breath of the Wild soundtrack. So it's like, what, you know, but like, I don't know. I feel like there is this, like, stuff like that. I, I mean, maybe this is mostly to do with, like, scenes I've been a part of because I've been, like, I was in the punk scene, and punk scene gets very. Judgmental, and then I feel like the noise in experimental scenes can get very judgmental and very, you
0: know, whatever. And so, there's like a and what's funny as I'm gonna say, I not to turn this whole podcast into something else. I think that experimental scene thinks it's not judgment,
1: the punk scene thinks it's not either. Every scene thinks it's not. I,
0: I think it's so funny how much those scenes are like, yeah, do whatever you want, and but not like, this, no. Dude, if I walked in with a fucking rancid song, you'd be like, oh, cool, funny, rancid. Right. You're like, no, I like rancid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I I, I, think people still self come from a, like, we're all middle schoolers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we never get past middle school in the end. Like, I, I see people, most people's first reactions to things is the same level they would have they just they've evolved what the topics are i
1: yeah completely agree <laughs> and that's me too no you know absolutely I mean, like, I like, s- this
0: is not pointing fingers this is me saying like we need to work on this because like i know i'm right i mean way, part you know of the reason I mean? like, part I, of
1: the whole point of me doing this podcast is to force myself to try and like work on that in in a very public way yeah
0: exactly yeah exactly hundred percent like this is how do I not go, eh, I don't know. Is like, yes, you, cool you thought though you were I?
1: just going to listen to a podcast of two guys talking about like, Oh, rents. It's cool. And they play this riff and it's like, no, this is me like dealing with my own. This is actually just a medium for me to deal with my like internal issues. And in, as far as like imposter syndrome and, and, as far as, uh, self editing of, you know, Oh, I don't actually like this. No, it's like it, That's all this. This is, that's really what this is about. So,
0: yeah, and and it's it's showing me a lot of times how much I still yeah, yeah. self edit it, like you know, even on this thing, like I love a lot of songs on this comp that like I'd be embarrassed to tell people or show people and be like, this
1: song's awesome, you know what I mean you know like, the funny thing is this for me, like it's kind of uh, like i that I have that too, but there, I have th- another thing that, so like with this comp, like I've said, I don't know it that well, this wasn't, yeah. I, yeah, it wasn't rare at all. in past lives, before i had lots of therapy and cro- personal growth, I would be afraid to admit that. I would act like, oh, yeah, oh, I know it. Because cause, like saying, oh. I, you don't know, you know, like admitting you don't know something yeah, is no, not yeah. cool. Like it's, and again,
0: I, I definitely struggled with that a lot of being like, oh, yeah, yeah, like pretending to know. Especially in experimental
1: music scenes.
0: Oh, 100%. And it's
1: like and there's and there are a lot of i feel like there's a lot of places and people and stuff that won't make you feel like shit if you don't know like xyz or something or like oh what do you mean this isn't this important thing like it doesn't it doesn't matter
0: yeah and i get accused a lot of like i get i get excited in this one way when i get i'm like you don't know blah 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 And I 1,000% am doing it because I'm excited that that person doesn't know. But there's this built-up thing that that tone equals Mm -hmm. that judgment. And like, oh, you're a record guy. You're going to judge me. And I'm certain the way I'm saying it is not the right way to say it. That, like, even my wife, even other people in my life that, like, will be like, you can't say that. It sounds so bad when you say it. And I'm like, I totally am working on it because it's like, I'm, I'm like, genuinely surprised sometimes when I'm like, oh, I, th- I would have assumed you liked that. Like, like, I'm genuinely, like, you never came across that. I'm surprised or I'm excited that I get to show you it. Right. Are the two things. And I'm just, like, an excitable dork. Right. You know what I mean? Not like I am judging you, but there is the whole world is built on this fear of being judged. <laughs> and then also like, I am the persona of the person who normally would judge you. Right. You know oh, what I mean? it's, like, yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's Jack Black and High Fidelity. You don't have blonde on yeah. blonde. yeah. <laughs> like, But that's how it feels like, and we're and, and we are all terrified yeah. of being the person on the other end of that.
0: hundred percent. And so like us complaining about this does not mean that I am not guilty. One thousand percent of like, even even sometimes i'm sure in my life being that person on purpose but like even at this point at a more aware point in my life i get caught in it all the time where people are like whoa man it (laughs) feels bad when you say it that way and i'm like oh well shit that's not even what i mean i'm like just stoked you know what i mean like i don't know and then yeah it's funny that we're on this tangent but like i would say this comp is a great example of like i would like to put this in my like top records of all time I doubt I would if I was putting it up on anything that any experimental people would see. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: well, and that's, I, yeah.
0: But you should. You know what I mean? Like, you should, like. I should. No, 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 I'm not disagreeing. Like, I should be happy enough to be, like, important records that I love listening to list. This is on air. You know what I mean? Like, I've listened to this comp more than most things in my life. You know what I mean? Like, and it has great pieces of music on it. And a lot of kind of crappy but really great sequenced pieces of music on oh, it. And, there's, yeah. and it's got and, and it's got know, personal it's like,
1: meaning. Like it's got.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you, you know,
1: that's okay. It's okay.
0: Yeah, it's fucking okay. And it's just so weird that like why are we I like, know why the fuck are we like this, Brad?
1: Well, because society wants us to be, because then they can manipulate us to sell us things and exploit us.
0: Are people? Are <laughs> do you think? Do you think that like this happens more or less with male? Mm, I think it music listeners. I, I dip, well, I was gonna say, with I think it happens maybe the same amount, but for different reasons. Well,
1: yeah, maybe I don't know. I think it, uh, if we're
0: just talking strictly
1: music,
0: I'm just talking about that music thing that we were talking about. I mean, here's the, the, I'm well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing is
1: most of these scenes that we are talking about are like 90% male like True. our listenership is probably like 99%. Oh god. I mean, I, yeah, it's, like I am I I feel I, a little ashamed of that. Um <laughs> I mean, I think our music, but, I think
0: our listenership tends to be people who are very much identified right. with us. They are very similar yes, to yes. us. Um I mean, for good or yeah. for bad. They are very a similar age, similar life experience. What, one thing is, I think that it probably gets replaced by just the sort of problems of being a woman in these scenes and being yep. not believed and all these things, so like Yeah, I mean, same... that's the whole like, oh, you're wearing
1: that shirt named one song. Yeah, like, exactly, so a you have different like fucking thing that's worse You get the frankly, whole like, but... not
0: believe it Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, I was about to say, I'd rather not yeah. I would rather have our nurses than that sort of thing, but like if I was cont- to contend with anything, but like yeah, I wonder. I wonder if our version is because of that. Some of the some of the more testosterone driven bullshit, but then there's like very similar outcomes, but for different reasons with with um, yeah women uh, fans of the music. But like because I felt like some of that was driven by sort of male expectations. But then I'm like, yeah, but women have this whole other approach. You know, for the most part, the the standard ex- um Experience you hear is very similar, but for I think like even more shitty right. reasons. Yeah, no, that is that is a good and, point uh,
1: and uh, an important
0: point, I think. Um. <laughs> so it's like all that plus. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, God, our society. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, we should probably wind this down. This has been more than I thought it would be, but I, uh, again, I have strong feelings about this record i would encourage you to try it more than a few times like to be honest like i'd be like i'd love to ha- see what happens when you become a little more than just familiar with this mm-hmm. not today you know what i mean like but over the course of this this podcast it'd be interesting if you became more familiar with this just because i'd, I'd be curious what what happens with you brad but um i'd love to hear also are you our, our listeners like what uh yeah what's your experience with this comp because sure. i i I've Feel like it's probably not unique to me that if you were around in the late '90s and you were a Rancid fan, this was a big deal, or a Hellcat fan, this was a like this ended up being important to you. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe this was like, and maybe everybody's like, "Nah, the second one's the yeah, one." Yeah, maybe. But <laughs>
1: hey, let's yeah, let us know. Like that's I think that's really interesting.
0: All right, <sighs> okay. We so, this
1: this went <laughs> this went long. Went to whole new place. This, this is good though. This, I yeah, I, this is good. Um, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, it's my pick. Oh fuck.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing next? Okay.
1: Week? Um, I was saying earlier, I was like, my brain's still in "tomorrow never comes" mode, and so, okay. and I, like especially after the musical theater thing, I still I can't I can't stop thinking about it. And imagining what the (laughs) stage production of it would look like. Uh, (laughs) God, I hope I if uh, take that on tour, guys, take that on tour. Uh, Anyway, Uh, so let's 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 jump back to Tomorrow Never Comes. And this is tough. This Uh is like, I was like, God, what song do I want to do? Anyway, I think we're just going to go big.
0: Okay, we're going to talk
1: about New American.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. There's enough meat on that. Yeah, button. I
1: think so. I was, I was going one other direction. I was like, yeah, I need something longer than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my only. Yeah, word. it's like maybe later. I'll, you know, we'll be like, okay, let's talk. We could do a song. It's about a minute, and then we can use that to talk about something completely different. But, um, yeah. So, all right. As always, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at RancidPod, uh, on Patreon patreon.com slash the 11th hour podcast i believe it's all in our show notes and link tree uh, thanks to everybody who has signed up for the patreon it's fantastic love to see you over there you get episodes early so that's kind of a new bonus or not a new bonus but a bonus because um, we've also decided we're going to change it today we record new episodes so it'll give you sort of a jump on reacting and getting it into the next episode if that is a thing you are interested in and I think that's it I don't know I I feel like I I used to have this outro down and then we added like the Patreon and stuff and now I have no idea what to say um (laughs) yeah (laughs) got anything you want to add Sam I
0: think he's got us in the beard (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, i don't even need to play the track
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that was basically it, was it right
1: basically it pretty good oh fuck
0: i think that should be our we should attempt to to sing every that should be our today. new thing yeah yeah we <laughs> should attempt to and if that should be the outro <laughs> i like that <laughs> You gotta get this police siren in there that <laughs> would confuse me when I was. If we were um, if we
1: recorded this on Wednesdays at noon, then I could get the tornado siren in the background that they always do. Yeah. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> right. okay. What do okay. I get? Yeah. Uh,